All right, here we go. Let's do a show. Yeah, let's not lean too heavy on me. Yeah. Oh, you making fun of the thing? No, this is. <coughs> hold on. <coughs> yeah. Oh, the table. Yeah, it's a card table. Yeah, no, we weren't making fun of it. But no, this is a card but table. But I would keep the lid on that if you, because yeah. it's when the card table falls over, that'll go right into the computer. This is a card table from old people. So this is back when they used to make them oh, this a little bit more sturdy. This is from the vibrant youth collection. Yeah, from Target, where it's like it's a card just, table from old people. Well, old people made things better. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a fairly right. It's fairly solid. Guys, for a card table. welcome to the Hollywood Anonymous podcast. My name is Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. A guest on the show today, a guest, a guest, like we didn't get a guest. This is a guy, I was going to say our visitor, You can say doesn't that matter. Guys, Hayes, Hars- Hayes Hargrove. Let it go. We're not starting over, just so you know. No, no, no. But I did have a couple sips of that coffee, and now I'm all like, hey, man. Really? Oh. That yeah. quick? Uh, how you doing? Did I said your name right, right? Har- Hargrove. Hayes Hargrove. Hargrove. Har- Hayes Hargrove. Hargrove. There's no S in there? No. No, okay. It's like Dean Hargrove. Ooh. Produced You're like my Lock. brother. I'm like, oh, that doesn't yeah. help me. <laughs> <coughs> Dean, Har- Dean, he produced Matlock. He produced Matlock. You're talking about the geriatric canasta table, so I figured that's, that's right. Segue right into the Matlock. <laughs> yeah, that's why do you know that? Uh, there's also Mike Hargrove. Oh, you, know, you just researched your own yeah, name. And there's you... only like four Hargroves, so you know all of them. Mike Hargrove was the manager of the Cleveland Indians. Aren't you a sports guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. I, the only people with. Uh, Huck that I found are also named John Huck. What? And then one girl named Ashley Huck in Chicago. Wait, I thought you were going to say there was a girl named John Huck. No, God, no. Yeah, her name's Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Did they spell it like you? Um, one spells it with an H and one spells it like me. What a dick. Yeah, no, the one with an H, so he's actually, I uh, know, oh, the, the one who spells it like me is actually like a photographer and a watercolor painter and... Uh, I follow him online, so I like all his Instagram. Oh, you follow pics. guys that look like you, not, or not look, look like <laughs> have my same name. He contacted me; he was going to have a party, and other John oh, H- John Huck party. He goes, "There's going to be one other John Huck here besides me. So if you come, there'll be three. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, I I'd go to that, but I'm going to be out of town." <laughs> if somebody contacted me and said, "Hey, I want to do a Brian Owen party," I'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know how you got my number <laughs> but or my email address, but the answer is absolutely not, dude. You don't want to meet a bunch of Brian Irwins? No, I don't. I have no interest. <laughs> you know what I get?" Actually, more than Hargrove, I get Hayes a lot. Uh, As a last name? I mean, well, here's what happens: people. Uh, I mean, I do. I love. It's actually my middle name, but uh, my. Do you don't want to tell us what your first name is? <laughs> kind of not. Marion. Is that weird? Is that weird? No, it's not I mean, weird. It's like I mean, you, little, you've, you've been using this secret. as your this is your um, acting name. This yeah. is. No, it's been it's always been my name because my my dads are all uh, my, or my dad, my grandpa, I was like, my, my dads mother, you got? Yeah. all my dads. He has a collection of dads. Well, I just got an extra dad. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a stepdad. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so actually, and at age thirty something, this comes into play. <laughs> you're right. like, you di- you're grounded. You're not my real dad. Wait, also, have- you're fucking thirty eight. Go outside. Did you hear me do that in stand Because that's literally the bit. Really? Yeah, you're not my real dad. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. thanks. So you no. watched a demo somewhere? And I didn't yeah, know yeah I saw that. Hayes, you can yeah. find a stand-up online. Thank you. Thank you. No, I get Hayes a lot. Um, I've. This is honestly not the first time this has happened where I've gotten a total stranger Facebook me and be like, look, I don't know you, but I'm having a baby, and I'm naming him Hayes, and there's a big schism in the family, and they want to know <laughs> there's a lot of controversy between... 
you know, should we name him Hayes or not? And I what? wanted to get, I wanted f- to get your take on on your life as a Hayes. Has it been? Are you? That was a fucking Facebook message. It's happened multiple times. And That's and your response is what is your response? My to response that? is first of all, you're crazy, you're nuts. Yeah, um, <laughs> you could be a meth head. My, I've been beating off dudes in alleys for like twenty years. Being a Hayes is great. Like. <laughs> I don't think my Facebook profile says that. Do you think that's why? Well, no. It gives maybe a slightly different... But, dude, who knows? I mean, do you you put everything you do on your Facebook profile? Not not giving handies to the guys. Good God, no. um, Yeah. No, I I I gave a glowing review of the name. I actually have I've always loved my name because typically people are like, you say like, you know, what's your name? Oh, hey, I'm Hayes. Oh, what's... Oh, Hayes. Oh, like I always get that, you know? And I'm sort of addicted to it. Now, do they assume, like, Hayes, like, oh, you must be rich, and they, you have a sailboat? Well, that's the thing. I think... You're Thurston Howell's nephew. Good question, but I'm not sure if people think of the Rutherford B. Hayes or the Purple Hayes spelling. Yeah, H-A-Z-E. Mine's the Rutherford B. Hayes, yeah. H-A-Z-E <laughs> yeah. is from a hippie parent. Yeah. That's their, that would be... This is my son Hayes, bro. Hayes is short for Hazer. My dad is in special <laughs> effects in the industry. Hazer. <laughs> It's a natural name. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's probably where people's mind go uh, when I say Hayes is like, oh, oh Stardust over here. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just like how you're like, I'm addicted to that. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. What, a, what a name. Because no one does that with my name's John. Let's, okay. Let's go out sometime and we just, do that sometimes. I'm gonna, maybe I'm just going to start out, saying my name is Hayes. See what the reaction is. I'm just going yeah, to yeah, start telling people my name is Hayes. That way we don't Stop, my name's Hayes. And I don't get it. They're like, ugh, you don't look like yeah, a Hayes. Yeah. They're just disgusted by me. Like I think somebody would be like, no, it's not. No, what's, no, your, no, what's it, your real name? What? How do you... You look more like a sloth or a vern. The one time... When I was a baby, my mom said one time in the mall, some lady like was going down the escalator and was like, Hayes Hargrove, you get back here this minute. But, and she turned around and it was another kid going up the escalator. And I was like, how did you not get her... The info. 411. And be like, what? My kid's name in the stroller here yeah. is because she thought no, she was yelling thought, at you. And they just kind of passed on. Uh, wow. Passed, yeah. One time my brother was in a mall and he touched an old Mexican lady's bag by accident and she went crazy on him. Those are similar stories. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I feel like both of them are misconnections, you know. Yeah, in they somewhere. are, right? I bet if we went on Craigslist into the misconnection section, looking for angry bitch, you'll definitely find who's upset with small back. children, yells in Mexican, <laughs> yells in Mexican, Hispanics. What is it? <laughs> Spanish? Hispanish? That's a real. Oh my language. God! You are from Wellington, Illinois. That's Warrenville. Oh, Wellington okay. is. That sounds really. That sounds home of the beef. Well, yeah, Wellington sounds like they they. Hello, we're from Wellington. They make gin or something. It's very fancy. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. Where are that's, you? I mean, that's my, my haze. Oh. Oh. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. How did you, you get here? You must be a drunk pig. <laughs> well, you're a long way from home, mister. Where's your mullet? <laughs> I'd actually love to go to Wisconsin to, you know. You've never uh, stepped foot? I've never been. Where are you from? I'm from Florida originally. Oh, weird. So did you... Did well, you, I guess did, you're did you kind make of messed like, up, so you could be from Florida. Did you go straight to Los Angeles from no, Florida? No, I, you... uh, I went to college at Duke in okay. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had gone to, like, summers. I was a camp counselor, so I... Uh, what hot American summer? That's uh, good. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure it was just like that. Yeah. Just drove my motorcycle right into the ground, walked off it. Um, <laughs> And you, I knew you to were me, Paul that's Rudd. the funniest part of the entire thing. Dude, like, that, that Paul Rudd is the fact that he hasn't aged is also very funny, and <laughs> everyone else is like, disturbing. everyone yeah, else is yeah. like twenty years older, and you can <laughs> yeah. just see it. and You're like, good God, <laughs> that I did. You watch the whole thing? 
Uh, the whole pilot. Yeah, that's what we mean. Yeah. Well, all the <laughs> is, there more, is there more of it yet? <laughs> yeah, there's okay. there's uh there's the whole season? eight episodes yeah. out or whatever, but. Uh, I, I wasn't casting it, so I don't watch it. That's <laughs> right. You only watch things. You're, you're a, a protest watcher. I like Rizzoli and Isles, and I like uh, Orville Redenbach commercials. Like, all right. No, they didn't use me in that. They so. cast you though. So yeah, oh. I've I've been protesting Orville. Ah, yeah. Because mm. they're gonna they did they they were gonna do they were gonna bring him back as a young. I was the new Orville Redenbacher. They weren't calling me that, but I was the new spokesman for it. But it wasn't going to be creepy like what Daryl Hammond's doing with the KFC guy. <laughs> no. He's like, where he's so like, back just, from the So they just dead. decided not to do it all together? Yeah, they, we shot 10 of them, and then they had a board of directors meeting, and they decided, we're doing really crappy as a company, um, so we're just going to not have commercials anymore. <laughs> so eventually do. those commercials will show up on YouTube and as... as uh, Maybe. Well, as I could probably get from. sued for that. I don't know. Oh, you have I was a, thinking you... of putting that as a throwback Thursday the other day, like the picture of it. It's pretty funny. The picture but is pretty funny. Norm, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. you sent it to me when yeah. you were doing it. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. And you are like, I've never seen people fuck up an ad campaign quicker. Did I say that? Yeah. No, I didn't, because they might Me- be listening. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 they're not. No, just meaning no. that... ConAgra like, is a wonderful company. I, well, I didn't even say the company, yeah, dude. Yeah, now you're yeah, freaking yeah. the name oh, in. Let me know when you guys are done. Yeah. And, uh, uh, sorry. Brian doesn't get to no, do it. No, we're losing sponsorships as every word that comes yeah. out of your mouth, John. I've <laughs> oh, got so many sponsorships, guys. Oh, my fucking Ford is broken again. <laughs> <laughs> bro- we're doing the negative. No, I don't know that. These cigarettes gave me cancer. <laughs> That's not a good ad. That's weird that people still do cigarette ads. Uh, do they, they? Don't, they don't. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I see things you every mean now and then for like, well, yeah, I guess. Is that what it is? They're all print, yeah. They, are they online? I think that's all they can do. Uh, they can all, they can't even advertise in, oh, they can advertise in Formula One. There's a Marlboro car, mm. but it can't even advertise in NASCAR anymore. I kind of deselected myself from those, we get these like LA casting, you know, uh, like breakdowns sent to your like for acting stuff, you know, it comes to your email, and I just like finally was like, please stop sending them to me because the jobs are also depressing. Well, dude, <laughs> you know, yeah, those... I wouldn't book them anyway. I always felt like too the more depressing of an audition I go on, the least likely I am to actually book it. Well, because your face is going to show that you're also as depressed as the company <laughs> trying to make the fucking Probably commercial. Not. The worst one, I don't know if I, I guess I'm naming companies. The worst one I've seen is for IHOP. Because I'm also very pro-union, you know. Yeah, like, you're a big SAG-after guy. Big SAG-after guy, trying to keep that all together. I just like middle-class wages and being able to have health insurance. That's yeah, no, believe me, it's great. Me if you work enough, unusual. it's great. So you're a fan of capping out and letting corporate have all the money, is what uh, you're saying, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the 1%. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> so uh, you grew up in Florida. Yeah, I grew up in Florida. And how long did you, so you obviously stayed there until you went to, to Duke, and then you, le- so did you ever go back after you went to college, or no? To Florida? So, yeah. No, went- I got the heck out of Florida. I, Where'd what you part of Florida? Florida? I, oh, like the middle part, the real middle. I, I've never... I feel bad for friends in Florida who are like, oh, man, come on, you're from Florida. But I just, I never, I never really liked it all that much. And uh, what, what, what reasons? It's hot as bath crap. Bath salts? Uh, bath salts. Is a, yeah, mosquitoes. Skeeters. Skeeters. Skeet, um, skeeters, gators. I grew up on a lake, you know. It's just, it's just hot. Yeah, a There's not gators. a ton of culture going on. Um, no, no museum in uh, Tallahassee. Not, yeah, well, yeah, probably in Tallahassee. <laughs> I was, that's the big city, John. Woo! That's the big city. Yeah, I was like growing up, growing up on a lake with uh, gators and snakes. I don't know why. I, so, did you have one of those swamp boats? Uh, and that's how you got to Duke. I had a lot. <laughs> Your dad packed <laughs> you up a swamp in, boat, like, and you guys swamp boated where, all the where way. Can there. I park this? Took the St. John Waterway all the way up to yeah. Um, <laughs> it'd be kind of amazing. I think Kirk Brownell probably would do that, right? On a jet ski. On a jet ski. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I ended. Yeah, I went to Duke, and then um, when you were, did you study? Like, did no, you know what I think, you were you know doing what? at Duke? College was. 
um, sort of a break from act. I had the first thing I ever did. I did Lord of the Rings when I was about four. I had these like really smart older neighbor kids that knew what Tolkien was, and Jesus. so they had me go. We're doing these like one acts at the local theater, the Melon Patch. That's a bug. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a so local, book haze now, thing. guys. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, Melon Patch. Uh, yeah, so we did these like little one acts there. So I was the Hobbit when I was like four. So wow. I, I always did acty kind of stuff, and then I started doing local theater. And you know, once I got to college, it was sort of like no one ever had the idea of like, oh, you could be do an this actor and be an actor. And there's like, I didn't know anyone. No. I didn't know anyone who came to California. Period. Or or even really. <laughs> left florida for college most most people they have a pretty good you know state school system so no one leaves yeah so everyone i know for the most part stayed you just stayed never there. and you never heard that like even my parents never like as much as you've heard you can be anything you want when you're a kid it's like you never i never heard anyone be like dude you can move to california you can like maybe take a couple of classes maybe not start yeah. auditioning and like you just never you just didn't think it was a thing. Like, all oh, these people must have been born into the entertainment industry. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you, if I can get in there. I think people have a more unrealistic point of view of like, well, yeah, I guess there's a chance when you're young you could be a professional athlete. It's like, no, that is actually <laughs> a less way chance. Less. Yeah. You're way less, like a one in a billion to get into the NFL. You, you have a greater chance of getting on a reality television show in the big city of Hollywood, not yeah. the one Hollywood, Florida, but Hollywood, California, yeah. that, you know, than you could ever being a professional athlete. Dude, you ever, got a better chance of getting hit by poop that falls yeah. from a plane. You know yeah, what I mean? and like, even that, yeah, you know, in Flo- I went and filmed something recently in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and like they have, you know, a nascent uh, film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Duke word. Sorry, um, a uh, a budding, you know, film industry there uh, or TV show. There were like seven shows filming there last year or something. So. Yeah, but then again, it's people are giving. It's more than LA, right? Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> until this, all the until tax year, breaks, like people shoot so much stuff. It's all just up in Vancouver for something, and they were like, "Yeah, we shoot a lot of stuff up here." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I would too." Yeah. The uh, when you uh, what what Duke years were you? Were you the Duke sad uh, lacrosse rape years? Were you the no. uh, were you the Christian Leitner years? Yeah, were yeah. you uh, we we back to backed it? Okay, I um I graded some of the team's uh, human origins papers. <laughs> Did you care about basketball? I mean, are, oh, are, are yeah. you forced to care about basketball when you go to Duke? Is that kind of ingrained in the culture? I know nothing about that school. Yeah, the fact I, that I found out that Dr. Ken went there, Ken Jong is oh, also yeah, yeah, Duke. Sure yeah. But but but. So, uh, Duke is like you just hear about. It. I did first of all for the longest time didn't know where it was. I thought Duke was somehow outside of Chicago. It sounds like it's in Illinois. It does. It That's sounds Duke. like Paul. Illinois. Yeah, yeah, I know, but right. still, DePaul sounds to me like it's in you know in Asia somewhere. I Actually, don't know. people back then people confused it for every D word school I've ever heard. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a Dartmouth. Funny. Yeah, mm, Duke. Yeah. Mm, Duke. Duke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was you know, you know that was like the big. First of all, that was the best season that they a team can ever have in the sense that, well, well the, okay, Leitner's career is the best career that one person could possibly have because he went to four Final Fours. He yeah. won two of them. He lost like <laughs> like eight games or something yeah. stupid, you know, in his entire career. So, I mean, yeah, I was really into Duke then. Subsequently, I just care less about sports. I'm more interested in winning at life. Yeah. <laughs> right, but, once you, know, you get out. You know what I mean? What did you go to Duke for? I went, uh, yeah, good question. For Leitner, really, kind of. They won, they won the, they won the then, championship. You hey, Leitner. <laughs> it's Hayes. It's me, Hayes. He goes, oh, I'm Hayes. here for, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Well, did you guys see And then he the, patted you on the head. You never talked again. Yeah. <laughs> Four years later, yeah, he's he busy. handed me my diploma because he was also somehow the dean. He was busy uh, <laughs> running. The, he ran that place. He was, he was a god there. Yeah, did you see the documentary on him, the ESPN? Yeah, which was my girlfriend actually didn't really know anything about him. Now I was like a huge fan of his. I thought it was 
pretty funny. But it's hilarious how much everyone else at Duke hated him, too, apparently. Like, I didn't know Hurley, and everyone oh, really? was like, he was a complete dick. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, but he was a winner. Who is he playing for now? He plays in, does he play in the no, NBA? No, 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 he plays he's for his kids. Yeah, plays for his kids. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Plays for America. Yeah. Did he America's play in the NBA? Uh, he, he did briefly, right? So it was not a great career. He was a Timberwolf. When oh, they good were God! That's new, why. That's I why think, you don't yeah, remember. Yeah. He went to yeah. uh, Timberwolves are still a team. Yeah. But actually, know, he, they were pretty good when he was on it. They were okay. I should say it was early Kevin was it Garnett years. I believe yeah, Garnett, that's right. And, yeah, yeah. He uh, he was on the Olympic squad, right? He was part of the dream team. Yeah, um, as the one college player, I think, right. I want to say he with Jordan. Jack from here's the what? thing. Yeah, oh. to say here's the thing you have to remember. He also played in the NBA when only Michael Jordan mattered. So yeah. it's like you can. There's a lot of guys that played in the NBA, and no one is going to give a shit about them, no matter how good they were, because Michael Jordan was in the NBA, yeah. and Michael Jordan was Nike and McDonald's and every other commercial that was ever on television. So yeah. it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter. You and def- some people are just great college players, and it I don't, doesn't you know, translate. I, don't, to I mean, he had Coach K keeping him. In, I think he's a great coach. He was a fun guy to watch. Um, yeah, but anyway, so I yeah I was really I kind of went to Duke for honestly probably sports because I didn't really know what I want because because honestly growing up all I wanted to do if you had asked me it was like well I'd love to be on Saturday Night Live right like that was like my only life goal right. but it wasn't a real goal you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah do you want I wanted like if you asked me when Night I was four I would said I yeah. want to be the Incredible Hulk but I watched <laughs> you almost made it I almost got there so close my mom and I used those to blackouts if they weren't <laughs> those, just only from if alcohol. it wasn't just alcohol and the things I smash if they weren't all <laughs> my own my own things <laughs> if you had just solved a crime while you were smashing if those I could have just helped wrong. somebody in the process <laughs> of waking up in ripped pants that was the saddest thing I just got a new joke out of this every time Best day of my life. Uh, three, four months ago, you know, about six months ago now, met uh, Lou Fregno for the first time. Shook awesome. the guy's hand. Awesome. Awesome. That's all that mattered to me at His that son's moment. acting now, right? I don't, that I don't know. We didn't have a long conversation. I just wanted to make eye contact with <laughs> the dude. That's, I just wanted to make sure that I, I existed. When, so when he dies and you know your life goes before your eyes for one second, me. That's all Hulk? that matters. Just me. Is that really how you think it's going to go down? <laughs> it's going to have a Oh, yeah, I Brian. Do. I do. I do think <laughs> He's so. He's like, and lights out. And the Hulk lights out. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk die. You're dead. <clears throat> I, did, I met uh, Luke Skywalker years ago. We sat oh, on a, Come on, that's got to be a good one. He had the same name as Mark Hamill's character in Star Wars. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He, did he you was, call him Luke Skywalker I, well, as well? I, if, and then make again, the lightsaber it, noise? Yeah. Huh, buddy? The best part was my friend. It was actually a Duke huh, Connect. Buddy? Some guy who he, he like ran the Duke in Hollywood uh program that I guess do kids come out here that was another thing that didn't exist by the way there was no like oh you're welcome you wagon come out to Hollywood well yeah. yeah that's it's it's um there's a few select schools right there's yeah. Harvard there's uh, USC and there's uh, Emerson there's, there's certain schools that when you come out here there's a click yeah that you can get in. I'm assuming there's not Northwestern yeah, there's yeah. not a Duke well I didn't think there click. was until really recently because when I when I first moved out here we had this thing called Duke in Hollywood I think is actually what it was called and it you know, the internet and it wasn't was, John Wayne was kind of new <laughs> yeah yeah and it was just John Wayne that was all <laughs> the Duke in Hollywood guys he Holland. just called us faggot the whole time Holland. it was great <laughs> you fucking Hollywood queers <laughs> John Wayne the angriest man in show <laughs> yeah, business yeah. super angry yeah he um, yeah we 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 didn't really like 
you know, connect as well because there wasn't, there wasn't the social networking going on. So anyway, now if the things are way more organized. They kind of relaunched it. And, I re- and I, so I've been meeting all these people from Duke and realized, like, oh, there's a ton of Duke people here. They're just not dumb enough to be actors. <laughs> right. They're doing other things. Yeah. They're following the career that their degree has. They're more business-oriented they're, they're doing mentality. The, yeah. Like, literally, like, the guy who sold Marvel for $30 billion to Disney and, you know, things like Is it a, a school no, legal? Is that where there is, is a lot? Is this, what's, what's, what's there it's a lot you of go investment in? banking, well, and then it's a lot of uh, doctoring. A lot of doctors. Okay, um, and it's Dr. Ken. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. I'd be okay. doctoring my diploma. So when, when, when you and Leitner moved to Minneapolis. <laughs> Together. When he, when he took his job at the Timberwolves, yeah. <laughs> and you became a, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, hey. Sorry, did I just knock your mic? Right into um, my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, briefly, I went from, from Duke. I really didn't know. I graduated with a science degree. Okay. Which is just Whoa, like, I smart. ended. I worked with, uh, I like animals a lot. So. Okay. I'm going to turn your cat. At yeah, some good point. luck with yeah, that. Yeah. He's not going to bite me. I swear. Do you want me to list the famous people that he's hit <laughs> and bit? <laughs> he's got them. He's got them in his back pocket. Be on that list. Yeah. So I worked with uh, with lemurs at Duke, uh, which are for yeah. simian primates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like leader, lemurs of Madagascar. Almost went to Madagascar to study them, and then thought better of that. What? Why? Why? Well, because you didn't want to get sick. You didn't want to get some weird That's disease it. and what lemurism? Lemur disease. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I want to be a lemur. Uh, he didn't want to get some sort of non-American illness. <laughs> right. Okay, dude? He's cure. an American. You got to cure with witch spells and <laughs> leeches. I'm from Florida. All right. I'm way more concerned about that now. As a college kid, I actually would have not thought twice about that. Yeah. Now I'd be like, oh, there's diseases. Yeah. I um, get tetanus. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I didn't want to be alone doing research in a jungle. That, that dawned on me. Makes so, sense. Uh, yeah, so I kind of graduated with like no focus whatsoever. Ended up taking a, a job with a family friend in Houston, Texas. Interesting. Don't recommend it. I was going to say, uh, Houston is a dump. Yeah. And, and I didn't hot. Even, and oh, muggy. So hot. Fucking gross. It was the only place I'd been to that was hotter than Florida. Because <laughs> I was like, I come from the hottest place. Yeah, I come from Satan's butthole. You know, it yeah. can't be worse than... How much worse can it be? It was that much. It was a like lot two worse. or three degrees worse. <laughs> Both 100% even. Plus, you're in Houston. Yeah, so I was there for a year. I was selling the internet when the internet was brand new. You were selling, what, you were sending out AOL DVDs or CDs? I, no, AOL didn't exist yet. Oh my god! Yeah, you yeah. were there at the dawn. You I and Al Gore, there. dude. I literally, yeah. You heard... writing code? Do some DOS work? <laughs> I wish I had. Is that what code? Uh, ca- oh, Halt and Catch Fire is about? Hazes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my nascent internet uh, development. Wow. Just gonna <laughs> again, with that, that word. Yeah. That's the biggest word you took away means. from Duke. That's just, your Duke word. I just saw it today. Adam. Still don't know what it day No, so I ended up. Uh, yeah, I was selling the internet, and I uh, I got dumped by this girl. Probably, you know, that explains probably everything about me. And uh, I just happened to, a friend from Duke was out here at uh, grad school. He was going to law school at UCLA. And we had this convo, and he was like, hey, you should come out to L.A. and visit. I had never been, actually, I had never been past the East Coast when I went to Houston. That oh, was wow. like a huge jump. Wow. And th- I've been all over the East Coast. I don't know why we traveled. This is about when? The East Coast. Uh, this is like mid-90s okay. or so. Yeah. Right. And... Um, and then we went to, uh, yeah, I went from Houston to L.A. Just on, I said, you know what, I won this. I actually sold a little bit of internet. I was hey. Pretty good, pretty good at it. Pretty good salesman. So I... Uh, would you like to buy the internet? Here's how it would go. I would go to businesses and I would go, listen, there's this internet thing. <laughs> You'd have to explain the internet yeah, to people? Yeah, no, people didn't know it. And I of go, course not. And here's the deal. It was hard to sell because people really didn't know they what it was. They thought you were fucking crazy. I know. I You'll like, be able to type on your computer and a guy across town will get like, shut the fuck up. There's Whoa, a series The mail service tubes. is going to go obsolete? Yeah. What are you, an idiot? Get <laughs> yeah. out of here. I would tell. I would try and do the hard thing where I would go, 
you know, if you're not on this thing in a year, you're out of business. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't even, I might have even used that New York accent. That exact, yeah, like, yeah. you grabbed you out of really, business. Did you always have really sweaty armpits from <laughs> yes, the humidity? Yes. You shook it hands, was, you're all sweaty, you're like, yeah, you gotta get the What was that Will internet. Smith one where he was selling the uh, medical equipment uh, Pursuit with of his happiness? kid? Yeah. Never no. saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was miserable. I had to wear a suit, oh, and I, right did, there, you know, it I was like outside sales, so I would go door-to-door at businesses, and you'd be like, <laughs> there's this internet thing. And literally, AOL, I think, came out the next year where they mailed everyone a, yeah, a disc. You were done. You were then my mom out. was on it. Yeah. You lost a snail mail. Well, in the meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, right? I came out to LA, got blown. I took. I was here like for my birthday or something like that. I, I had taken this is your trip. first trip. This is my first so trip. So the guy invites you out. Invites it's, me it, out. It happens to be your birthday. Yeah. Okay. And take us through that, your first trip to yeah. Los Angeles. I kept, well, actually, the, this is. I think you'll like this. Tell me if this isn't funny. I'm already but, liking uh, yeah. it because you said it was your birthday and you took a trip <laughs> to Los Angeles. So I know something happened. The coming out there part, he gets on the phone with me, and people used to prank me because you know at the time I worked for MCI. Remember that coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. yeah. It's there's there's still they are still the internet. It's just called something else now. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of you know built the tubes. Um, but so I I worked for them, and people would always prank me. Because, you know, I'm like a year out of college. They thought it was so funny to prank me about long-distance stuff. Which, like your friends or your yeah, other yeah. co-workers? Or... No, no, no. Friends oh, would call oh, and be oh. like, you know, they get my office number and they'd prank me. So I was pretty used to it. Well, anyway, this guy calls and he's like, and, and I just talked to my friend Mark. And he did a killer, like, like Bobby Kennedy or something, you know. Cause we I want to buy the internet. Yeah, he's like, ah, sir. <laughs> I, yeah. And so he, he did a killer Kennedy and he did a killer kind of like nerd voice. So I had just talked to him. I said, yeah, let me check on the, you know, flight or whatever. And so this guy calls back, and he's like, um, yeah, I, uh, I've been traveling uh, 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 overseas. I've been abroad uh, for, like, eight months. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's, this he's is my friend again yeah, being a fucking dick. Voice. Okay, great. Because he had just done the Kennedy one. I'm like, well, he's only got the nerd voice. <laughs> this is, he's he's, he's running through voice. his whole repertoire he was, right now. <laughs> he was feeling good, and yeah. he wanted to go back yeah, to back. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. home way too stoned. <laughs> yeah, so I go, okay. He goes, uh, I, uh, I've been, uh, I've been over, uh, back stateside now. Who says stateside? The people on. who are fucking assholes. On, people who start conversations with, well, actually. Yeah, yeah. The same people say stateside. So I'm like, all right, buddy. And he does this whole nerd thing, and he goes, yeah, so anyway, I got a calling card from you approximately a year ago. And I didn't sell calling cards, you know. I was like, all right, whatever. And and he goes, I uh, uh, I, I'm back here now. I need to know what to do. You know, I want to cancel or something. I go, okay, not a problem. What I need you to do is go ahead and take that card and oh roll it up God. really thin, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and just go ahead and shove it straight up your ass, just straight. And he's like, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep up this ruse. Well, we're gonna keep going so, with this. Okay, fine. Then yeah. put it in your pee hole. Cat like that one. You're, yeah, you like that joke. So uh, I go, yeah. I go, you know. In fact, we've taken the liberty of, sh- of pre-shoving it straight up, straight up your ass. So it's already up there. Don't even worry about it. Pre-shoved up. And the guy's just like, I don't know. And I go, what's up, Mark? What the fuck? Hey, dude. So I got the ticket, and he just wouldn't give it up. And I was like, I don't know who Mark is, but I need to. And as I'm looking down at my files, I had sold so few accounts. I looked down, I remember. You see his name. I my first, I got a misdirected call from like MCI personal <laughs> over to MCI. You business. sold this guy. I sold this guy a business calling card just to get the practice of like setting up an account. I was like, and it, and I'm looking at his name on the file. Like, it's like it was the like Ferris a movie. Bueller yes. when the fucking yeah. ding, 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 ding. Ed Rooney's on line one. No. <laughs> what? Oh my god! So well, yeah, Ferris that, Bueller's on line two. Sorry, not Ed Rooney. <laughs> Why would he be calling himself? I came, I came out here under auspicious circumstances. So you were just, canned. 
Uh, no, I my my boss fortunately was a super cool dude and was just like he thought it was funnier than in. He used to call me and I would sleep in really late, and he'd call me and he'd go Hargrove. Go, go, <laughs> was he Perry White? Yeah, he had this amazing, <laughs> amazing voice, and he would go Hargrove. Take take a piss. The world's on fire. <laughs> yeah, I go okay. <laughs> Well, let me wake up. It's 11. Stateside, um, take a piss. The yeah. world's... Were you working with, with old, old people from the vaudeville era? <laughs> he was also a juggler. I worked with W.C. Fields on the circuit. Yeah. I just called you through the, uh, what is it, the switchboard. Yeah. Operator, get me Hayes. He was an amazing guy. He, he really was, I think, a frustrated art. You know how everyone is, to some degree, a frustrated artist. No, nope, not me. Super and content. Yeah, super happy. Doing it right. Not freaking out at all. Yeah. He wanted to be a writer and stuff, but he he had owned a nightclub in Dallas back in the early '80s. That was like, I can't remember what it was called. But it was, it was like it was called it was called Coke boobs. Yep, Coke Coke tits. He had everyone. Everyone who was big came through there. Like if it was David Bowie or um, like Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Yeah, he got all the great acts. So anyway, he nice. was. But he was selling long distance uh, okay. as a middle-aged guy. So, so he was bummed. Yeah. He, he looked back so in his past and said, how did I get here? Yeah, it and takes he was all big into cocaine. Yeah, it, was, that's it, shocking. Takes, it takes all your I money. I had never seen cocaine before until him. Uh, he, yeah, he had, he had a pretty big cocaine <laughs> habit. Because <laughs> yeah. you're selling long distance in Texas. Well, well, dude, I mean, you get rid of that habit. You don't have to sell long distance in Texas anymore. <laughs> you can go live in a fucking on the money you have. Because right. Probably true. You don't. You just need because you're selling the internet. It's brand new. So, so you come out to your buddy. Yeah, come out to on this my invite buddy. on the invite. on your birthday. Yeah, and this is a, this is a vacation. Just so we're clear, you're not. Yeah, you're, you're no. plan, How many days are you planning? Like a week. Okay, okay. seven days. Something right. like that. Okay. I called my parents. Fla- flew or drove? Flew. Okay. From, flew. from Duxie. No, 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 I was from, uh, you living is, in Houston. Okay, sorry, Houston, from Houston. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I came out here. I just, I just had no. We were talking about there was no concept of like, hey, you could be an actor. It wasn't even that. I mean, there was that too, but it was even just—I don't even know what LA is. Right. Like I had, you say Hollywood. I don't know. I didn't. So have you didn't have that many dialogue, that much dialogue with people about acting and Hollywood and television and film. No. Nobody, nobody at home. Nobody wherever you no. were. That was really not the the, the kind of conversations no. you were having. Okay. No, I knew I I knew every sketch that had ever been on SNL, probably okay. you know by yeah. heart, uh, and acted that stuff. You were a massive fan. A massive fan of that, and I was. Uh, I, like I watched uh, Evening at the Improv. You know, I watched all the stand-up shows. <clears throat> sure, yeah. So both you were, fan, you, watched, you were a fan of comedy. I was a fan. So of you comedy watched both stand-up sure. shows then. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, there, there was two. Yeah, 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 it was literally it, two. Yeah. Um, Evening was, at the Improv and then <clears throat> VH1 Spotlight. Or something. Who was the guy from? Uh, it was a Friday night comedy show, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. Who was the guy too? Uh, oh God, it was on like MTV. Uh, black guy, um, Sinbad? No, <laughs> no. What was his name? And he wrote for uh, I can't. I'm going to forget his name. But anyway, he came, he came to Duke and did a show there. And uh, Paul Mooney? No, no, younger guy. Uh, he and he wrote for Bill Chris Bellamy. Rock. He wrote for, for Chris Rock. No, I'm t- totally uh, Tony Rock. But he hosted a show on MTV, and it was like. MTV stand-up or something. I think I know you're talking. Ta- I know about? I know you're talking yeah. about. His name is escaping me right he now. Came, he came to Duke and did a, like a live stand-up show, and I was just so impressed. It was a real like I don't think I'd ever seen real stand-up. Right, before. live. There's there. always that first experience, right? When you actually, <laughs> yeah. I remember it was in Milwaukee, a defunct club in the downtown Milwaukee. Area. I remember the first time somebody's like, "Hey, we got these free tickets to a comedy show. Yeah, you want to go see it?" And I'm like, like eh, I don't know. What I've that seen means. it on TV. I like it. I think yeah. it's cool. I've seen it on Carson, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'll, I'll never forget the first time I went in. I'm like. It was weird, but it was kind of unique. It was kind of cool. Live stand-up, when you see it for the first time, if you're fascinated by it, yeah. it's like it's a very unique experience if, yeah. it's, if it's in you, like if it's something you desire. Yeah, it was, 
it was tri- and he didn't even do well. Uh, like he kind of ate it. You know, it's college. And looking back, I'm like, I get it. It's college kids. They probably They're fucking idiots. Probably yeah. didn't even understand what he was saying. And uh, <laughs> so he kind of like tanked. And then at some point, he just gave up. Like five. I'm sure they paid him to be there. You know, he gave up like five, ten minutes. And it was like, you guys got any questions? You were- oh my god! <laughs> like, it didn't even go oh well god. for him. But I was like, oh, this looks like fun. <laughs> Yeah, it looks good eating my own dick on stage yeah. for like an hour. That looks great. I'm well, I think a lot of times though, you react to the fact that they can even do that in front of those people. Yeah, like, that's you're like that's bold, <clears throat> that's brave, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I had done. I actually did acapella singing in. That was kind of like the one because I acted as a kid, acted in high school. Uh, you know, did a bunch of plays, musical stuff like that. And then in college, it was sort of like, all right, this is where you get a serious job and you don't do any of that. So my kind of like creative outlet was in the acapella group, which you're free to make fun of. Um, no, but I mean, it's something. But it was fun. And what I would do is I would do sketches in between songs, We, you know, with okay. another buddy of mine. I, would, I was sort of the one in charge of doing the Growlings-type sketches. Sure. Even I didn't know what Growlings was yet. <laughs> um, so I did all that stuff. In fact, I did one with Leitner that we filmed that I wish I had a copy of. Oh. But we, like, you remember the, the stomp, the Chrissy stomp, the Jim Rome thing where he called the, was it a baseball player? He called, he kept calling him Chrissy. The guy's oh, name was. Oh, uh, yeah, no, he called him Chris Everett. Yeah. And his name was Chris. Yeah. And he said, if you call me that again, I'm going to punch you in the face. And he and did it. He did it. And, and, he, and he stood up and he punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. On Jim Rome. You've yeah. seen that clip, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a fake sketch <clears throat> with, with Christian Leitner and we kept calling him Chrissy. And then he did this. Anyway. He, and he did the stomp, if you remember the stomp. Uh, I don't remember. Or he stomped that guy. He should have been. He should have gotten a technical and we probably. Oh, that stomp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oops. Anyway. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I came to I came to LA uh, on this like whim, and like three days into it, I just loved everything about it so much. I didn't know that there was this great weather. There's palm trees, you know. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I didn't know that there were mountains, ocean, Mexico, Vegas, all within a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just didn't know any of that. So three days into it, I called my parents and was like, "Look, I hope you're sitting down, but um, I'm probably I'm gonna quit my job. I'm gonna go back, quit my job, move right out here." And they were like, "Okay." Okay, sweetheart, you give yeah. us, you give us a call. When you're like they just. Didn't buy I love it. the fact that you're gonna go back to quit your job. Like yeah. th- that's how honorable you were. Yeah. Instead of just going, well, plus I'm you not, probably had shit. Well, all my get. shit was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but the, the fact that you were even gonna walk in and be like, "That's it, I quit." Yeah, yeah. Like nobody does that anymore. No, that's true. Stop uh, hitting my yeah. fucking mic stand. <laughs> that's super obnoxious. Just want to let you know, I got a pretty sweet ring. <clears throat> all right, dude. That's gonna really be oh. annoying for the listener. Are you married? Oh. Yeah, God. yeah, yeah. You think he bought this house? Come brag about it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's so my I, wife's house. I pretty much I did all that. My parents thought I was kidding. I did it. Um, and then did you just get out here and then call them and go, okay, I did it? And they're like, wait, what? How, so how long was the vacation? No, you know, before it was, you know, it was you, amazing. You finished the that. vacation up and went home. Yeah, I went. I let, yeah, I was here like a week. Uh, and it, was your made birthday? It to Cheetahs. Made it to was course, that was that yeah. your birthday trip um, to Cheetahs? Yeah, that was my birthday trip. I can't remember how old I was. Probably twenty three or something like that. And. Uh, I, and I'm 25 now. Yeah, so uh, this has all happened in the yeah, course of two yeah. years. So you age I, like Paul Rudd. It's been a really great two years. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I, I yeah, I, I went back. I got all my crap. I put it in a U-Haul, and I go to come. What was funny was I was very organized about it. I'm not really an organized person. I was very organized about it, and then I get to the <laughs> U-Haul place, and I'm calling. I call my parents, who were, you know, I think they were shocked but supportive or whatever, scared, but, you know. And they, uh, I go, guess what? I had everything. I had all the money I needed, all laid out, and I, and I find out you got to pay for the gas on this thing. <laughs> like I oh didn't know that you had when you pay, like the rental 
fee. Yeah, they're didn't not just going to follow gas. you and gas it up every time you run out. That's how dumb I was. It like all the uh, life stuff you don't. So get all your money good. was spent on gas to get to Los Angeles. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Probably where I started racking. Couldn't up pay with there. those MCI calling cards. <laughs> no, which I oh I should have brought you one. I still have. <laughs> Guys, you need to make a phone they're call. Mint. They're mint. Yeah, <laughs> still in our package. Uh, worth something. Yeah, and so I came. I did. I did though. Have where did you live when you moved out here? By yourself? I, did oh, you? That or was did you, insane. Or yeah. the guy that asked you to come for vacation was like, dude, was it the classic? How long are you gonna stay with me on your? Little I knew two fantasy. dudes. Yeah, I knew two dudes. I knew the guy in law school, and then I knew another guy. You might know Claude Stewart, who's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, we know, you know Claude. I know yeah, Claude. Yeah, and uh, he, I knew because he was from Houston. So oh wow, okay. And, and he knew the girl who dumped me. I think they worked together at. At a California Pizza Kitchen, okay, uh, which was a brand new restaurant. Yeah, in it was just yeah. yeah. It was like, wow, it was a brand new restaurant out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, I knew him, and so and he'd come out in like this was probably October, I think, and he had come in April, and he wasn't dead yet. So I thought like, okay, okay so yeah. it's possible, yeah, yeah. And um, so I knew the two of them, and he he got me set. He's like, oh, my friend, what was that dude's name? It was something squirrely, like <clears throat> TK. TK. <laughs> yeah, I met him pretty. Quickly, but yeah, yeah everybody meets him pretty well, quickly. I, if he can make money, I, I realize you. you guys probably know each other through Dan Satchoff. <clears throat> that's okay. that's what I was. Oh, okay, just yeah, yeah. Well, did now, you... that had nothing to do with me? No, that dude. was all me. Yeah, okay, a lot of mic issues. Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> this hand-eye coordination <laughs> I don't have so much of. Uh, yeah, we we. Uh, <clears throat> what was I say? Oh, so yeah, yeah. Like basically, the first week, I was his name was like Spidey, or it was like a crazy name. He's like, oh. My buddy Spidey, I was going to, or he needed a roommate, but now I can't do it. So anyway, if you want to, you can go live in this house with him. It was over in Culver City. I didn't know what Culver City meant. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, like, great. Yeah, sure. Sure. Is that, is that a good spot? Great. And by the way, it, it's improved a yeah, lot. It was, so, yeah, it used to be it a wasn't, complete. Oh, this God. is still uh, mid to late 90s Yeah, it's mid-90s, yeah. So, yeah. Culver City was something people didn't even want to say in a sense. Yeah, I lived right outside of Culver City in the early 2000s, and it's nothing like it is now. Oh, now no. It's, no, just a, it's we all strip mall now. So Yeah, and that's like, if you go over on the Sony, Sony side of the 405, I mean, even that was that was okay. Oh, you were on the uh, Robert on Downey the, Jr.'s end of his first career side of Culver City. It was tough stuff. Okay. It was tough stuff. And actually, like the ha- I lived in a house, this, this guy... Who lived in it? He was like a born again Christian guy who's oh, yeah. Jesus, he's a very nice outside guy. heroin addicts. <laughs> Inside, you got some fucking Jesus nut. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, pretty much because he uh, he he told me he had blessed the house. <sighs> so uh, or he'd ask God to bless it. I guess. Oh he, wow, he probably sure. knew the blessing himself. Sure, um, sure. But so he didn't really want to like lock any doors because he had what? he blessed the house What's and that now? Jesus was going to take care of us. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he was that. I sent of... junkies to rob you of your possessions. Yeah, yeah. We had well, the thing was our street itself was pre- was pretty nice. It was like you know lower middle class. You know first first time home buyers kind of like they cared. They had some pride in their house. You know, it was a nice street of nice people. Easy, um, which is where everyone wants to go rob. Yeah. Because that's, that's where, where all the, the stuff, stuff is. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, like a block behind us was this huge uh, you know, apartment complex where there was just tons of drugs and stuff going yeah. on. So we would just have bleed over from that. But I, I legit had probably like five episodes of cops in my driveway. And one time there was a dude, because my... My bedroom was like, you know, parallel with the actual driveway. Like the house is here, and then mm-hmm. my driveway. So I looked out my window and I saw this guy with a shirt off, holding like a. It was either like a broken bottle or a gun or something. And there's a helicopter right above us, police helicopter. You know, cool. With the shining the light down right on. Clearly looking for him, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, and meanwhile, our kitchen door is wide open. I'm like, because oh my God, this guy's going to run in here. Bless. I'm like, all you have to do is just run in the house, and then I have like a criminal in here. Yeah, a hostage situation. Yeah. So, yeah. so, but just to be clear, yeah. did anybody ever walk into your house? I no. 
He did he so really maybe never lie? It so works. We made fun of no, this guy. No, you guys got super lucky. I will make fun of him I know. forever. That's yeah. ridiculous. But the fact that you had it's still amazing that you that is a pretty crappy neighborhood to have five situations like that. I think I've been involved in a situation anywhere I've lived once where the police were like in my front yard. And it that was, was here. Yeah. It oh was well, the, that was and that was and that was because the lady lost her mind across the street because John had a Venezuela and was living downstairs taking showers. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy story too. Sounds like a movie. So Aki wasn't even legit that the police were in my <laughs> yeah. My it was just weird. And then when he figured out where she thought like. She'd yeah. seen me come here, and she was convinced that I was living in her attic or whatever, playing the Vuvuzela yeah. and taking showers. Well, you might have mm-hmm. been. <laughs> I'm not saying was I a... wasn't. I'm just saying she has no proof. Or it could she have been also... Randy Lightkey. But she also... yeah, it was Randy Lightkey. <laughs> she also watched Punked in her 80s and saw a rerun of it and saw John saw me on Because <laughs> she called me over to let me know she saw the criminal on TV. <clears throat> and I was like, really? What does he look like? And what were you watching? And she described everything. I'm like, okay. I know and that I called, guy. I walked away and I called him immediately. I'm like, you're not going to believe I was like, How is the this story even she has. Was this back when Punk was on? No, this was, this this was actually after the fact. Yeah. It, yeah, was like, so it was in reruns and syndication. She had been watching it on VHS tape for all we know. I have no idea. <laughs> I wish was... I was recognized from <laughs> <laughs> a punk. By yeah, an old yeah. lady? I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, you weren't around when I was doing that. You were uh, for the first part of it and then you disappeared. Is that how oh, you, you guys know each LA? other? No, I, well, I knew him. We, when I say TK, I met you doing stand-up like years right, so and let, years yeah, and let's, years. Yeah, let's not jump too far ahead. So yeah, you get sorry. out here. You, didn't, you never died. I didn't die. I ended up in this crazy house in, in Culver City. But, you know, whatever. It was, he was a nice guy to live with. So uh, acting or stand-up was first for you? Um, I guess acting because, yeah, like that first week I decided... I, ha- I had actually been doing some plays in Houston. So that, like I say, looking back on it, it does make a lot of sense. Like the acting bug was always yeah. there. But... But, uh, yeah, I came out here. I was like, well, this is where people do it professionally. I should probably take some lessons or something because I didn't study it in college or anything. So I got into a Meisner class on Fairfax. Am I the only dick that didn't get into a Meisner class? Probably. Yeah. Turns out. Did you take a Meisner class? No. Okay. Blue shirt. No, I got married. I got married and had kids. Oh, that's a, oh well. That can I take different one? path? Yeah. Different path. Can Some I take people, a Meisner class now? Yeah, you just repeat blue shirt back and forth. Thank okay. You got it. All right. Yeah, blue, like, you got it. You want to try it? Yeah, want to try it. Blue, blue shirt. shirt. Blue shirt. Now, what do I just give you a thousand dollars for that? No, so you didn't do it. You didn't repeat it. Blue See? shirt. Yeah, that's why you can't sorry, get in. Buddy. Sorry. See? Oh, good this luck. guy. Good luck, punked. Failed the first. <laughs> good luck getting recognized by crazy old broads. <laughs> so you did the Meisner. Yeah, I did Meisner for like a year, and he. Uh, he was one of those guys that like he had been... Everyone was Sandy Meisner's right-hand man. I don't know if you know that, too. But every single teacher was whoever the great teacher that came up with that acting philosophy was. They were the right-hand person mm-hmm. back in New York. There's no way not to prove that, right. actually. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe he was. But, you know, he knew Dustin Hoffman. <coughs> he knew... Uh, who's the guy from Urban Cowboy? Uh, John Voight. John Voight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he wasn't a bad teacher, I mean, in terms of his eye. Like, I did learn a lot about, like, the, the truthfulness of acting, right? Or that I wasn't maybe that good at <laughs> totally being truthful when the right. eyes were staring at you. And uh, so I did learn a lot. But at that, but he was also just as one of those probably bipolar dudes who just would go off on people who were, like, one, my friend Wayne, who was a great actor. He was the or, uh, Orkin guy for many years. And okay. This Canadian, that's all I got to say. The sweetest guy. <clears throat> you know, Canadians are all the sweetest. <clears throat> right. Such a sweet guy. And he just laid into him once where we were like, all right, that's it. So after about a year, I decided to get out of there. And, and I had heard about the Groundlings through someone said, oh, you're funny. You should, you should go check out, you know, Groundlings Improv. And I didn't know what that was. Um, so I was like, okay. And so I told him, I said, he goes, well... You know, it might like my review or whatever. He's like, well, if this were the neighborhood playhouse back in New York, which I guess is where all that is, he goes, uh, 
I went and passed you in the second year. I was like, okay, well. Was he holding a cigarette and wearing a, um, wearing a, <laughs> he had a turtleneck? Yeah, a turtleneck yeah, a, on a, at the time. A chief yeah, or like a and gold, barely making eye contact yeah, with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, the funny thing about him was I don't want to say too much bad about him, but he, uh, uh, I don't know what his demons were, but when I finally saw him act, he was like the worst actor I've ever seen. Oh, and man. I thought, oh, well, that's why, if you really did know Dustin Hoffman on those guys, like, that's why you're not doing what they did. Right. Because you're, terrible. you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, anyway, so he. But I other than like, that, oh. nothing bad about the guy. So. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Yeah, he, bad personality, bad actor. Other than that, that's all I'm going to say. Super nice guy. Um, but yeah, he, uh, and I made friends in that class. You know, I'm still friends with several of them today. One's a pretty big producer and stuff. So, you know, it was, that was my intro to the whole thing. But I said, all right, well, listen, I'm, I'm thinking about going doing this Groundlings thing I've heard about anyway. And he goes, oh, really? I don't see you as funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I love the so. discouraging, too. But no, no, but, but that's what drives some people, though. Yeah. It's like, thank you for telling me that, because now... Yeah. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to, I'm going to have a chip on my shoulder versus an ego, which sometimes I think is better. Yeah, I can't say that I had the wherewithal back then. No, I think I, I can't say that I was impervious to, you know, oh, you're not funny. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Really? Huh. Shit. Really, I haven't made anyone laugh this whole time I've been <laughs> in here for a year, which of course is totally not true. Right. But anyway, so I was like, all right. So I went and check out Groundlings and, and that just changed everything. I mean, that, um, you took to improv like immediately immediately just yeah. loved it yeah and uh <clears throat> and you know that's kind of where i made most of my la friends initially really was uh was through the ground i met my ex-wife there we uh performed together and stuff like that so, so you uh, guys did perform together mm-hmm, it was... yeah we met and uh they had those did you ever do Groundlings? no i t- i went and took the like the thing you do first before they can put you in a class and they were like and i'm looking at everyone around me i'm going yeah if i don't get into a fucking <laughs> These people suck, you know? And I, even I'd taken some minor improv here and there, so I knew yes and and what I... And yeah. they were like, yeah, man, you can come by and you can sign up and take... But was then it I called Fun Shop? Is that what they called it? Then? I'm not sure what they called it. It used to be called it. Fun Shop. But I, don't, I, I, I didn't have money at the time, and yeah. I just didn't do it. And then I got into stand-up pretty hardcore. And <clears throat> Yeah, I had, well, I'm trying to think what was <clears throat> first. I mean, definitely that acting class. So I, I can't remember exactly when I started doing the stand-up, but sort of concurrently, I was like... I don't remember why. I guess I guess because Claude did it. I had seen him do some stand up mm-hmm. in Houston, and I was like, oh, I should give that a shot. So I started doing stand up too around the that time. time. Ground. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe actually the year before Grounds, I started doing some stand up, and which is when I think I met you. Well, or no, I think even before that, because I think I met you around. Well, yeah, maybe around the ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. But I was doing it like ninety seven ish. Oh like wow! The, okay. Okay. On the. I've always done stand up on stops and starts, you know, like I'll do it. And I'm like, yes, I'm committing to it. And then I get distracted. What was your first stand up gig when you were like, I'm going to try this? Uh, yeah, in a, in a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. over on Lincoln. Um, actually, I don't think it was a Mexican restaurant at the time. And uh, it was like a taco place or something. It was like a diner or something. Now it's a taco place. And uh, I did it with uh, Galfinakis. Uh-huh. And who I remember well because, A, he was funny. But, uh, you know, he had the crazy name, and you couldn't yeah. really forget that. And he also, he was from Carolina. He'd gone to NC State. So I remember, you know, I, remember, I was I just come from Duke. So I was like, oh, the guy from Carolina. And uh, and he would do, for whatever weird reason, all the little open mics. I lived over, you know, Culver City. So all the little open mics I did were over West Side. They all had some form of a piano, which is insane. I never seen a piano these days. <laughs> no, you not know, anymore. You know. You don't when know. Would you last a piano? But, uh, the improv, that's it. Yeah, yeah, there would always be like a little stand-up piano in the corner of some of these weird books. There's that bookshop over by O'Brien's that, that used to be a stand-up place and just weird spots. But 
I would go do it, and everywhere I would see him do it, he would do his little piano stuff, which was just so... Yeah. And, and we would do it for, like, three homeless people and a Mexican guy. It was, like, seriously all... Like, I had no... I would do material when necessary... I don't know if it was good exactly, but who knows, because... You're not getting the feedback I was getting you no feedback. Right. So I, I, I remember kind of being like, eh, maybe I'm not great at this. Maybe, I, maybe I'll just concentrate on the groundling stuff. And so I kind of backed out I, I wish i had just kept going kept going and kept going. Uh, and while you were doing growlings i mean it's not like you yeah. had to be exclusive to one or the other well and that was a thing that was sort of my hindsight because i didn't become a growling I, I wish like back in that day improv wasn't all that well known i mean now it's like people were doing improv at starbucks or something you know what i mean it's like come see our truth yeah and and it, you know what I, well there was the what was the tv show the uh whose line is it yeah anyway? whose line is it anyway i mean i think that really you know, now my mom knows what improv is, but uh, right. uh, but at the time it was kind of like if you didn't make it at Groundlings, there was like Acme was sort of like the only other place you could do it at. Uh, I don't even think uh, Second City Second had moved C- out here. Second yeah. City had come out once, but didn't really make it, so they were gone at the time. And yeah, there wasn't UCB or any of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, once Groundlings kind of like didn't, you know, I went through the whole thing and then didn't become a Groundling. Um, so that's what happened. You went through the whole thing, and they were like, "Yeah, you, you're not going to be." Yeah, Kristen, my ex-wife Kristen, um, uh, Kristen Wig, because you probably asked me about that. Uh, well, I'm just, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm like I said, I'm comfortable talking about whatever yeah, you're. No, comfortable you just talking said about. it. Yeah, I said. Yeah, it. I said. Yeah, I said it. That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. right. I said it, everybody. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I have naked pictures of Kristen. Real quick, one of, the, one of the things I'm curious to ask you about, as far as the growlings, the, the way I always thought that it kind of came out into the culture, like when general culture, like yeah. I think the average person didn't really know much about growlings, but then. SNL started releasing all these DVDs that were starting to show all Audition these people tapes and and, yeah. and they start you started hearing this Groundlings thing this Groundlings and I think that's where regular people were like what is this Groundlings well when that they people all found out about? Will Ferrell was from the Groundlings that's yeah. all it really took for I people was, to I was right after him and like Lisa Kudrow and folks like that so uh, yeah but the, but the Groundlings th- go all the way back to Pee Wee Herman and yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name unfortunately the guy funny guy uh, uh, died his wife Phil Carolyn Phil yeah. thank you that's when they started talking about it but it just kind of became more of a people understand it now in general culture now they know what it's it a, is it's a, it's a known fact they, SNL picks from there so yes you, yeah. used to pretty heavy and yeah. was that was that one of the driving forces for you um, to go to the Groundlings <clears> as well because of your fascination with SNL or did that kind of just take a back seat once you were out here you were just trying to find your way I mean figuring out that as much as I loved SNL I didn't know where people had come from exactly Exactly. I didn't know the growlings. Maybe I had heard of Second City, maybe, but you know, I just yeah. again, I just didn't have a concept of what these things really meant. Um, I'd never seen an improv show or anything. So yeah, kind of knowing like, oh, fairly recently, you know, Will Ferrell was here, and and um, a bunch of people of like at the time, I'm trying to think like Chris Kattan and Chris Sherry Parnell. Terry. Wasn't Chris Parnell? Yeah, but Parnell was still. At oh. Groundlings when I was yeah he was a Groundling so uh, yeah I got to watch I mean looking back on it too the people that I got to see then who were main company member well and Sunday company at the time too um, you know were so remarkable and looking back like I respect what they were able to do comedically so much I mean I'm talking like Jen Coolidge and Mike McDonald and Mike Hitchcock Patrick Bristow I mean yeah um, just Luma yeah yeah um, Chris Parnell and stuff. Uh, it was just incredible to see what they could do with nothing. You know, I mean, that was super exciting. And so I, as much as I love stand-up too, and I kind of came back around to stand-up where I realized, like, I love having the control of the mic and, like, if I suck or whatever, I'm not dependent on, 
you know, a, a, a partner. Team. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so I love I love both things. I th- I think probably at this point I find improv a little scarier because I do have, I don't know, I do improv every day in in uh, in auditions. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's where I get. My, Even though they my hand you the sides, you're like yeah. still improving, still yeah. improving. They give you the wink of you're not allowed to improv. Wink, wink. P.S. When, improv this. And we're gonna. Take when did you start taking? Uh, I mean, would you consider yourself more of a? Um, if you were to describe yourself, would you describe yourself more as an actor, an improv person, a stand-up comedian? Like the first thing that would come to you when someone says, "Well, what do you do out here?" What would you? How would you describe yourself? What yeah, I've you? always had a problem with that because, like, very early on, I had met with uh, Omnipop. Uh, you know Bruce over there, um, he, he, uh, Bruce Smith. He's manager at uh, place Omnipop. They rep uh, like uh, Maria Bamford and oh, okay. Ken Lerner and stuff like Pardo that. Pardo still yeah, over there. Yeah, Pardo things. Yeah. yeah, she's got great clients and and he loves. He's someone who loves to talk about the business. You know what I mean? So we've we've for ten years had or more had uh, conversations about it. And, and way back when he had asked me like, well, what are you know? So what what are you? <laughs> you know, are you a stand yeah. up? What's actor, your deal? Blah, blah. And um, I don't know that I knew the answer then. I think now, yeah, I think I'm a comedic actor. And and honestly, maybe even just an actor. Um, I mean, I... Who specializes in comedy. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, <laughs> that's the way I get cast a lot. But I really, frankly, enjoy some of the dramatic stuff even more. Um, but I think... You know. But there's something to be... Like, if... Like if you're gonna if you're 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 naturally funny you you kind of get in the growlings you don't get in whatever but you learn a little improv you're doing stand up you you enjoy getting people to laugh right yeah that translates better into then doing serious acting than a guy who studied <clears throat> you know the most serious possible acting you could study has only done dramatic roles and then tries to do comedy well it helps it's you rare to work the too. other way yeah yeah I mean um, De Niro did it for the most part but other than that it's like you start funny like. Like Farley was about to do that Fatty Arbuckle movie, and that would have been, that would have been an Oscar-nominated yeah. thing. I think that would have been, I don't know. I just feel like like Jackie Gleason. I, I always go back to my dad telling me that. Like when I was a kid, he was like, because I was like, oh, Jackie Gleason's funny, and he's in this serious movie. And my dad's like, yeah, because he's a good actor. Because making people laugh is hard, yeah, and it's harder than making people think you're sad or <clears throat> depressed or whatever it is. When I remember back in that early Meisner class too, the sort of like having the cry on cue kind of thing uh i just couldn't do it i mean it just i just couldn't do it well thanks for coming in yeah, goodbye. <laughs> last guest yeah. could cry on cue without pulling yeah. his hair so yeah he said he could do it but yeah now as an as an you know as an adult an older adult i uh with a I lot can, of i can do that past pretty issues easy. yeah you have I a lot can, more to pull from right happen in that pre- but you know what's funny too like in, in saying that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm clearly the best actor I've ever been in my life. You know, I'm not getting worse at it or whatever. Right, I thought right. you said I'm clearly the best actor I know in my life. I was so about to say, well, yeah. okay, bold guy. No, that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. We, Let we me were, go get my turtleneck and say it again. <laughs> we, well, you know, I can scared. smoke in here, right? No um, <laughs> Cat like that one. Um, yeah, what, what was the movie we were just... It was something with Nicholson, that one where he's in the desert and he's uncovering a massive arms scandal. What is that called? Uh, can't think of it. The... Not the conversation, but something like that. And uh, he—he's probably my age in it. I get—I don't know, somewhere around there. His hair is falling out. He's shirtless and all of it because he's in the desert. And it's just like you look terrible. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're gross. He would—you would never cast Jack Nicholson now because they're so yeah. obsessed with right. all the youth stuff that like you—you you wouldn't uh, like. Uh, uh, who was the guy in the conversation? Um, 
uh, oh god, I'm terrible with names, but uh, uh, you're way better than I am. You're talking, wait, you're he's, talking about Gene Hackman? Yes, Gene Hackman. Okay. You might not cast Gene Hackman in something. No, because he has a toupee. Like, he's yeah. got a toupee. We don't want to book in anybody with a toupee. Bald fucker. Well, no, they would immediately call them character actors. They would just literally label them and set them off to the side. There's your character actors. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, and that's not. Well, Hollywood's gone through. I mean, that's it was just a different time. You know what I mean? Well, yes. we're we're going through a phase again right yeah. now, and I think eventually, um, again, I I say this every every show because because what's happening with the film business and what actually makes it to the theaters and what's happening with digital distribution, you're going to see a whole new world of independent filmmaking come out, and you're gonna you're gonna see the shift and you're gonna see the change, just like they did in the '70s, which were guys like where Hackman and, and Nicholson were starting to shine. There was a whole other world where they could, if they weren't going to get what they wanted, where they, you know, in the big stuff, they could yeah. get it somewhere else. And then they eventually became popular enough again where it didn't matter that they had a toupee or it didn't matter if they were losing their hair. They were popular enough because they went through that, that independent part of their I hope careers. I hope so. It's all changing so quick. It's hard to know what is what these days. But I, yeah, I think the, du- uh, the Duplass brothers, I really respect a lot. I, I like they, those guys. Really did. I, had, I had done a film with Greta Gerwig early on, right before she really just totally blew up and uh she was part of that whole mumblecore thing that they were doing and you know and at the time i didn't even really like the mumblecore stuff but it was very um you know do it yourself right you have to respect the process and it turned into something and they and they grew i mean that's the thing too i feel like i all those not all those dumb things but things i did early on you know really helped me get to where i am now where i'm a very you know i'm a very confident actor who yeah i do comedic stuff mainly really enjoy doing stand-up but even that i don't enjoy the yuck yuck jokes as more as i enjoy just sort of sharing more like i started doing more uh personal stuff really mm-hmm. which yeah. m- maybe thanks mark Marin <laughs> for his podcast or something realizing like every comedian is a dark you know yeah has a dark spot and i and i like going there in in acting so i kind of like doing it in stand-up a little bit too i just haven't uh until recently i haven't uh well i ran a show for a couple years did you ever do that show? Damian? The one that was in the bedroom? Yeah, it was in the uh the one in pod, the bedroom. Well, it was in a pod hotel and it's, we called it Podcom, which was very confusing because people thought I had a podcast. Okay. <laughs> they were like, "How's that podcast going?" I'm like, "No, it's a live no, show." Dude, yeah. In a pod like you know those Japanese pod hotels, there's one over in Hollywood okay. where you show up and hope you're not getting scabies or something. <laughs> but they've got Netflix in each bunk, so it's good. Wi-Fi so, and bed bugs. Well, people so, just sat on beds and like... Yeah, people sat on beds. I actually, I do miss that though. It was... it was. And no, I never did it. You never booked it. You me. never did it? Uh, nah, running yeah. shows, man. I ran shows at the comedy store for years. It's... Uh, Boom! I don't... You know what? Nah, you know what? I, I look... I hated it when I was doing it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But now I look back and I'm like, you know what? It wasn't so bad. I mean, you meet a lot of people running the shows and yeah... Some people are annoying, but overall, you know what? It's I think it's worth it. It's worth trying. Uh, I loved I loved it because I guess I maybe that's a producer aspect in my head too. I like pulling pieces together, and I I had I had been in New York when uh, when my ex got SNL. We moved to New York. You moved so, from here. At, yeah. How mm-hmm. long were you uh, married before that well, that's, happened? Here, let's go back to the, my, my question because yeah. obviously I I I think I, I don't want to say I got married super early. I moved to, I moved to LA in two thousand. Mm-hmm. And by 2004, I was married. So four years into like you know the single dude doing moving out here specifically being in the industry, I was already married. Within a year, I had a child. So I'm just curious, like what your journey? How long were you out here? You meet someone and you actually you're like, yeah, marriage seems like a logical thing to do out here. Yeah, that she was really my first serious girlfriend. I had I had dated girls. And I use that term loosely, but you know, pro- like poke them with your wiener. And, well, here's the deal: when I remember them, 
No, not always. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> I had I like in like in my mind these are girls that are, you know they uh, like I'm I try and be friends with exes or I don't there's not really anyone ex wise you know I guess besides my ex wife that I'm just kind of like not talking to or something you know or, right. or have some kind of bad feeling about them so these are people that meant a lot to me even today and yet looking back on it I never dated anyone for more than like three months right. like when yeah, I really that go sounds about right yeah it was like three months and that was a big relationship so when I finally. Yeah, I started dating Kristen, and then we got engaged, I don't know, I guess after maybe like a year, year and a half or so. Okay, so it was that like long. That. It was the longest thing you had been in for a while. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm exaggerating. I guess it was four more, months. It was, it was four more than months. that. We, we were together five years total. Okay. So yeah, I was, prob- was probably dated for two or three years. And, and this then, is how, this is in the 2000s? This is in the yeah, 90s? The, yeah, yeah. We started, so you had been out here for a while. I'd been out here for a while. Um, and we and we actually started dating. I mean, I had met her at the Groundlings when we first started there, but we weren't actually in a class class together. So okay. I knew her informally. And then um, and then we had taken our like final level together and she was the only one who ended up passing our class. So, and then a lot of people, you get repeated there sometimes, but I had already been repeated so there was no, it was just like, no, well, now you're out. Oh. So it's so, like being held was back there any, in high school. Yeah. Was there any, she passed, you didn't, any yeah. resentment, any kind of annoyance? Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, I mean, I tried not to be that way. So it's hard, not man. Not really on some level. I mean, I was like model boyfriend guy. But it was, on paper, it was very tough because it was like, okay, cool. So you got groundlings. I didn't get groundlings. I also invited, she was... Uh, a nanny for the Odenkirks, for Bob Odenkirk and her and his wife, mm-hmm. um, and who is a manager. She's a big manager. The now. wife is a manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Naomi's yeah. a big manager. Um, at the time, I think she had like Stephanie Courtney, who's like yep. Flo, yeah, yeah. A progressive girl. She had her and a couple other big people, um, but she was kind of new as a manager. And so I was like, well, look, I'm going to invite her to the. Sh- why don't you invite her to the show? And it was like, oh, no. she was always weird about everything. Like, oh, that'd be weird. It'd be weird. You know, I'd be embarrassed. So. Uh, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, because because I have no fucking shame. Yeah, again, I know what Mr. Show is. I don't he, think you do. You know? Oh, like, really? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she knew Siren Live, but she didn't know it like I did. You know? Yeah. So it's like, all right, fine. Uh, again, well, frustrating. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Right? Like you I've, were th- my whole fucking life. I've memorized all of this shit. You, 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 tell me, you, you were the goddamn Hobbit. Okay. I was the fucking H4. Hobbit guy. Age four yeah. Hobbit guy. Yeah. I still have a chance at that. I think. Um, you do, man. You but do. yeah, so that was a little weird in the sense that you know I had to start like I I. Uh, I would try and go to all of her shows and be the supportive guy and stuff. And so, uh, well, also trying to do your own thing. Yeah, still, trying to do you my didn't own like thing, give yeah. up or anything. It's not like. Well, the thing I did too, I I did. Um, I mean, I used to technically I used to book more work than she did in the beginning because I had a pretty good commercial career going on and stuff. And uh, and neither one of us really did a ton of TV at the time. So um, yeah, I was kind of like mer- working more often. And then I did this Miller Lite commercial where it was like eleven guys or something. Uh, which uh, we just had an anniversary. I think like I still kind of know like all almost guys. all the dudes. Like some That's of them really friends. And we just had a blast. It was like a week on this Miller. That never happens anymore. But made all this money and had a. Right. We played dominoes for a week. It was awesome. And uh, but on the on the job, we're going around and people were like, well, "What do you? Well, how do you? You know, where do you live? What do you pay? That kind of thing. What do you do for your day job or whatever?" And um, one guy was like, "Well, I'm an apartment manager and I don't pay anything. In fact, I get paid." And I live in a two-bed apartment uh, with my wife and children in Santa Monica, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> a magical a land yeah, of yeah. not real. That's insane. 
<laughs> so I was like, wait, tell me more. Every and everyone was like, oh, tell me more. I'm going to do that. Well, yeah, and when you, you find out really he like, had some sort of weird golden ticket yeah, that no one like, had heard about. Oh, what is this? Wait a minute, and you're not a sexual predator <laughs> yeah, uh, by the state of California? Yeah. And I get, and I got fired from every waiting table job I ever had. But P.S. That there was a lot of that. You <laughs> yeah, know, I'm sure. Like, you're, why you're, was your attitude bad? Yeah. No. It really, I'm just a terrible waiter. You're the worst. Yeah. Like I got yeah. it wrong. I'm Sorry. Terrible. That's I'm why a, I never did it. I would. I, I would have been uh, pissed off at the first person that wronged me, and have been like, "Fuck you." Then. I I'm never dead. made any money at. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. I got fired from everyone. So, uh, you know, all the odd job stuff was was you know tough to manage. But I, I was like, okay, well, wait a minute. Oh, I was also the first uh, manager of ArcLight when that. Oh. When that opened, and look that, at that. Yeah, and got fired from there too. Okay. Congratulations. Look at that. Good job. <laughs> I, I got fired for complaining that things weren't good enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should make improvements. Also, Get the fuck out of here. Here's All another right. thing about getting fired, though. I will say this. I've never regretted being fired from her. Someone, say, someone just the other day was like, oh, I got fired. And I was like, you know what? Good. Congratulations. Yeah. I've never regretted being fired. I'm going to tell you something right now, Hayes. And uh, Ooh. we wouldn't have you on the show if you were still the manager at the office. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> I, mean, I think it worked out okay. The firings worked true. in your advantage yeah, in this case. As far as that one yeah. goes. Yeah. No offense to the manager of ArcLight. Yeah, but you're doing good too, guy. sir, buddy. Yeah, we had, I had, like, some of my employees have done really well. Like, uh, Peter Tensio was, uh, uh, who does Key and Peel. Oh. Pretty, pretty big. He's a director. director. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I had come off of uh, ArcLight and kind of needed, you know, a decent stable job where i could still it's just so hard like when you when do you audition all day if if you are busy auditioning which hopefully you are but if you are then you can't really hold down a normal job and then what else is there at night yeah and first of all you're supposed to be doing stand-up at night so when do you work yeah it's, right it's it's it's, it's hard a, man yeah. I, you know it was and there was a lot of years of like well, this is, i don't even know how i'm gonna make this work so i uh i just latched onto this whole apartment manager thing i was like well, wait a minute what are you talking about and picked his brain about it, and he go and uh, he goes, yeah, you just you go get a license at the apartment associate. You take a little class for like a week, it's a couple hundred dollars, and that's it. You're trained to be an apartment manager, and they help you find a gig. Wow! I was like, well, this is fantastic. So I called him up, and they're like, yeah, we actually have a class starting tomorrow, and it was the last day of the commercial, but it was like an an optional day. They had kind of said like, if you want to come, sure, we'll so pay you. So you could sign up for the class and yeah. not show up for the optional yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. I gave up a day on the commercial to go oh, wow. take the apartment manager class. And ended up getting a building like almost right away, and uh, in West Hollywood, and and so yeah, I became like an apartment manager. And was married at the time. This was no, we oh. were just, we were dating. Okay, and but you just upped your broke. stock. Let's be honest, right? You upped your stock. Yeah, that's well, part I, of the deal. Here's the one thing he said. He said, "Listen, because he was married, he said you just have to have buy-in from your spouse though, or your partner, because if they don't help you do it, then you end up just." getting all the crap to do and then you get bitter about it so i straight up was like look Kristen, we are apartment managers together right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and uh and so she got you know groundlings in the middle of all that and i was like okay and then just didn't do anything and i was like all right i gotta well. be honest i'd probably be like yeah sure whatever as long yeah. as you get a free apartment and i probably wouldn't have done anything either yeah. if i had something better to do than to fix someone's toilet or listen yeah. to somebody bitch she in didn't the apartment. really have to fix toilets yeah <laughs> and so i didn't uh i didn't um I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really complain about it, and was like, "All right." And then, our, and then our goals shifted to, "Okay, I guess I'm kind of doing this while you, well, you know, you spend however long it's going to take to see if this grounding thing, you know, goes anywhere." And I remember, listen, I was probably the only person who really, really, really believed in her back then, because like casting didn't get it. She was kind of shy auditioner, and yeah. I would get her called into stuff, and she would just kind of blow it because she just wasn't comfortable. So, you know. Uh, I, I I remember being like I I think that you know first of all I think you could be a groundling 
someday. And I have to be honest with you, like I, I think I think you could get SNL. I really th- I think you're as funny as the people on it at the time, you know, which was like Fallon and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, I don't see why you couldn't. But you know, I don't know that she believed that then. But do you think your encouragement helped her believe it, or at least helped her? I'm sure it did. But she killed it, Groundlings, man. She yeah. she just slayed. I mean, her more so I thought than at S- I, SNL for whatever weird weird reason, just like typically kills the funny and funny people it, <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's just the format is just so old at this point it just doesn't seem fresh or something but you know i'm not gonna sit there and go like well the people in us they don't have good people in us and out like right well they beat out all the funny people right in they the must world. be funny there's so, something yeah. there's something wrong with the yeah. structure basically i i think maybe because like i don't know do you, do you watch some... that or do you watch key and peel or do you, watch, I, you know, yeah back in the day did you watch human giant when that you know it was like i do think that was kristen killer. did some funny stuff on snl though oh, like, for sure yeah but a lot of that too i felt like like she had done at the Groundlings, ah. like Target Lady and all those yeah. things. And then when you see it a hundred thousand times, you know, yeah. there's that serialization of it too. Of like, well, it was funny, yes. Yeah. But, but now making copies uh, is sort of annoying. Let's yeah. not make that into a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, and they did not. Yeah, yes. it was definitely a script. Yeah, for it. they did I'm make sure into an Allstate commercial, but uh, yeah, which yeah. they're doing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that yeah, we we were doing Growlings together and then uh, and then I didn't make it she became a Growling and that just oh oh that, yeah so I invited Naomi Naomi did come signed her right away oh god I had invited Omnipop who I was talking about earlier to come see me because I was signed Jimmy Pardo and he wasn't even there <laughs> Sorry, we like, a lot I don't of even know what's going They're on. They're not even anymore. here right he doesn't now. Doesn't even do improv. <laughs> um, yeah, I I had my agent at the time. Uh, they're not even a company anymore, but they they I was frustrated with them because she was a cocaine addict and and would basically I heard this on the download would like ball herself up in the office and have her assistant do all because her assistant was dating a friend of mine. So I heard all this on the back end, but oh she God. would ball up into a coke ball and sleep all day while the assistant did all the breakdowns, right? <laughs> And I had handed them some huge, you know, like, I had had a casting director call me one time directly, like, hey, can you come in for this series, right? It actually turned out to be according to Jim. Oh, which, wow. Which, you know, whatever. Would you want to be on that? I mean, yeah, for the money? Yes, I would. Sure. Um, <laughs> it ran for like 28 years. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, they dropped the ball in that whole deal. Huh. And I was like, whatever happened? Oh, they canceled it. No, they didn't. No, you know, they like, why did I ever, why did I even hand you that appointment? I should have just gone myself. So they had just been messing up things. So I invited Bruce to come see me, and he sat next to my agent, who was like, oh, who are you here to see? He's like, oh, this guy, Hayes Hargrove. And she's like, great. He was a client of mine and dropped me that Monday. So like, I, got, I didn't become a groundling. I got dropped by my agency, and Kristen became a groundling. And got and signed. And got signed by the manager that I had bothered to invite. And she owes a lot of her career to her, too, because, you know, that, that connection to SNL, which, again, now I'm sure is like it's a direct line. But at the time, you know, you know she, I think Bob helped yeah. get her in over there, too, because he had been a writer on the show. So, um, And then, of course, Kristen became a superstar. So superstar. That, like. again, you know, that, that helped. They helped each other in that sense. But, so uh, when did you guys all of a sudden go marriage? This is it. This is yeah, our choice. Yeah, like right, right before all that. Uh, we got married in, like, April of that Here? year. Where did you get Here? married? Uh-huh. You did? Okay. Yeah, had a big nice wedding and well, well, wasn't I wasn't invited. Oh man. Did you guys know each other at that time? Yeah. We didn't but we didn't hang nah, out. We weren't, okay. Now yeah. we weren't All pals right. or Let's simmer down first off. Yeah. I mean he only had like twelve hundred people there. Yeah. I'm so sure, he can't yeah. get everybody. It was only yeah. a massive thirteen hundred, but yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 There's no way I could get in on <laughs> Limited that seating, so yeah. <laughs> stadium. Limited stadium seating. It was in Pasadena, you wouldn't want to Rose Bowl. It's very tiny. Intimate. Yeah, we uh, we got married, and then like that summer, 
she she actually didn't get hired away. She she had gone. She'd flown out. I, I also think all that is part of the mindfuck thing. It is. Know, it's him. a huge. I have friends right yeah. now auditioning, and they auditioned last year, and they're doing it again this. And it's it's a mindfuck to the bone. I'm almost positive one kid didn't get it because he didn't say his name when he went out there. He just went into his characters. That's pretty funny. Uh, who who knows? You know, I don't know. No, but, exactly. But it, it's definitely there's a mindfuck aspect on purpose. I think. Um, and uh, so she. Um, she had auditioned for it, put all these characters together, a lot of which became characters and stuff. And um, but then just didn't didn't hear anything. Summer went by, and they were very clearly looking for a woman. I can't remember who was leaving at the time, but some, Molly but, Shannon. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe uh, someone like that. And yeah. uh, so they need they needed a woman. They were looking at every woman in the world, and um, and so they just didn't hire. Her. And then they called again at the end of the summer, had her do a second audition. She had to come up with all new characters. Did that? I'm sure nailed it. You know, yeah. um, but nothing, nothing happened. And then the show started. You know, when does it air? Like September, August, yeah. something like that. The season just started, and she wasn't on it. We're like, well, sorry, I guess. But they didn't hire anyone, so I was like, well, I don't know what to say. But uh. at least, yeah. And that was the year. You know, like uh, Andy. Of course, I know Andy from. You know, we did stand up. Did you just stand up with him? Yeah, Sandberg. That's yeah. yeah. I did not do stand up with him. No. We yeah. Did. He was he was he was not that funny of a stand up, but a funny guy to hang out he was with. Channel One Hundred One guy more. I think that was kind of his world, right? Yeah, yeah. That was kind of after I had done stand. Yeah, we did stand up at the Improv. With, I thought with you too, but uh, probably. I mean, I, those TK. Yeah, Rebels of Comedy. I remember sitting in the back of the Eldorado with Andy Sandberg and just making fun of all these people on TK shows, <laughs> and then he goes up and he's like, "Everybody comes up here with a drink." I don't drink, so I'm going to eat while I tell jokes. And then he would just like say a shitty joke and then stuff Doritos into his mouth and then chew for like three minutes and then try to say another shitty joke. And I'm like in the back laughing because he's just mocking the whole scene yeah. and everyone else is like... Uh, he had that one great joke about Chad. Do you remember about the country of Chad just being a guy named Chad? And I just recently <laughs> was in Portland shooting something and I met this guy from Chad. Oh I've never God. met a guy from Chad. I was like, dude, do you know who Andy is? By the way, he didn't know what SNL was. He didn't oh, know yeah, he was so really from Chad. He came that deal where he I was, was like, really uh, from this Chad. is really funny if you know yeah, any, if you of, know any of this. I'm talking about. But you don't. Uh, but you don't. So yeah, but Andy was new. I think Sudeikis had just been moved up as a, uh, he had been a writer, but got moved into the cast. So Bill Hader was new. Anyway, so you know, the, all those, it was a new year of new people. Yeah. And Kristen wasn't one of them. And then like four or five episodes in, they called on like, I want to say like a Thursday, and they're like, "Get here tomorrow." Uh, How far in the marriage shit. is this? Uh, well, that, so we got married in April. This is like probably September. Oh, did, did you move shit. to New York? No, no, or like did you do long distance. October. Yeah, we moved to New York. They said uh, this is like like a Thursday. They literally like uh, come here tomorrow, Friday. Okay. You're going to watch the show Saturday, and then you're going to be on the show the following Saturday. So she went and watched, uh, who's the cyclist who dopes? Uh, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong was the host. Yeah, so she went to go see Lance Armstrong. And then the next week, I'm standing there with Dave Grohl. And he's like, was that good? How did I do? <laughs> I guess. Holy you're, you're Dave Grohl. Shit. What's and happening? Like, ah! uh, if you want to know an apartment manager's point of view, yeah, I totally I will tell you. Really? Were you still technically an apartment manager at that point? <laughs> What's your rent? Uh, no, I had, so I had to basically... I think I end up this maybe this was like November or something. So I had basically like a couple weeks to sell everything. Jesus. And she she went out, found the apartment, and yeah, I just had to like give up everything. And I didn't want to go. I mean, I love LA. I you know, had I wanted to go to New York years ago, I probably would have. I just Yeah. I yeah. Uh, 
I didn't want to. So And then was there also this now she's on the show that you've wanted to be on since you were a kid and that's fucking enraging? You know, I think I was pretty excited about it. Honestly, I mean, it's because like, at this okay, t- at this point in time, you guys still love each other, and it's still a working relationship. Yeah, we always had. I mean, honestly, it's it's good. I'm not with her. You know what I mean? There's not really any like. Well, I wish I was there. Like, yeah. we, we didn't really get along great. So, oh, really? uh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah, we had great times. That, you know, right. It's hard to remember. No, no, that. that's called marriage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, don't, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know when anybody's painting pictures of like, yeah. it's all a rosy thing. Nobody has a good, a perfect relationship. My marriage so. would be perfect. That's okay. absolutely true. Like I said, you might want to listen to me a little bit here. My girlfriend is way more understanding. Uh, until you guys get married. Don't worry about it. Married, you'll, yeah. you'll, you got to learn from Yeah, anything. I showed up at, uh, we went to a mutual friend's birthday party and I was like, I just gotten engaged and, and his girlfriend goes, oh, how long have you been together? And I was like, like about two years. And she looks at me and she's like, oh, two years. They don't seem to have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. uh, I'm getting some pretty hard for I'm when just you married, uh, so. not really trying to get in the middle of your relationship. <laughs> I got to be this guy. I'm loving where this conversation is going. Um, oh, no, you yeah, got we Unfortunately, I have a, a responsibility that comes with the ring, not the Lord of the Ring. Oh, my. Um, I have to he pick ha- up two little hobbits. He has hobbits of his own. <clears throat> He's I a real pick Bilbo him up for Bacon. you, and then you could keep talking to John, and then <laughs> that would totally make sense. <laughs> that work very well. <laughs> but but we could have you on again. I just say, yeah. but my point is, I would love to have you back and just talk more about it. I mean, we don't need to focus on your marriage thing. I'm just always fascinated. I don't. The funny thing about comedy, and the reason why I ask about marriage is, I'm one of the few people that I know within my world. I mean, I'm in this parent married world now, yeah. but I was adopted into that world. Uh, when I was first out here and I first get like most people don't get married they don't do that especially in the comedy world almost everybody for the most part is single and stay single so I'm always intrigued by people who decide to make that leap because it's a very unique leap to make in this in this city especially when you're in that comedy world and I'm also I mean because for me like you disappeared out of LA and it's kind of the thing like you when someone's out of your vision your field of vision you just kind of forget about them and then it wasn't until I kind of died yeah yeah and it wasn't until we were doing (laughs) Code 9 we're doing Code 9 and Dan Sanchoff goes you should bring in Hayes Hargrove for an audition and I was like why is that name familiar and he's like oh yeah he was a comic I think you guys I'm like yeah, whatever happened to the guy's like, well, he married Kristen Wiig and moved to New York. I'm like, he did what? Like, it fucking, I was like, wait, no, what happened now? Like, it just, none of that. Yeah. Because to me, it didn't make sense that she was not already a celebrity in 2012. I was like, right. when did that happen? She but born a but I'm, yeah. more, I'm more interested in like, you went out there, <laughs> things obviously didn't work out. Like you said, you probably just weren't meant to be together. She's doing her thing. And then I'm on the next time we meet, I would like to hear more about your things got transition. cooking in New York, man. That's when things got cooking. So For that's you? a good part, too. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's a good I, teaser. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is I feel bad that I have to... I got to no. stop this. No, no, yeah. All this right. little tiny table here. I, oh, yeah. No, I mean, I got to stop this part. Yeah, you do. Stop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you want to... I mean, I hope you would want to come back. Yeah, I mean, that, great. We, yeah. We, we, okay. You're a great conversationalist, and I really do appreciate you coming in right now, but unfortunately, uh, duty calls when Kids. you read. Uh, yeah. Do you want people Kids. to follow you on Twitter or anything? Yeah. Sure. Um, Hayes Hargrove, that's H-A-Y-E-S. Oh, not oh oh. Nice. <laughs> Hayes Hart. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Next time I'll tell you about how my boss. I worked for Bear Stearns and brought down the entire um, uh, U.S. economy. Holy shit! And, Excellent yeah, tease. We'll yeah, perfect Excellent tease. tease. Perfect tease. Thank you for coming yeah. by, man. <laughs> uh, Brian, drive safe and you go get your kids. I want everyone to be back here for the next show. Thanks All for right, listening, I'm gonna, everybody. I'm, John, I'm, I'm go ahead. All right. <laughs> Thank you.
you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 